0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans.
1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's
2: the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Edwin. I'm Gordon
1: Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! 14 USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why?
2: Because we are ducks, and ducks fly
1: together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Eastland. I'm Mike. That's Tommy.
2: What's up, everyone? That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Uh, was that the first clap intro? Yes, That we've had all right.
1: Yeah, I want to you know, switch it up. We're at episode eighty seven, eighty eight right now. You got to try some different things. So, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling your friends. Not too much. I do want to give a shout out to Leah Burns or Leah Burns, I believe. She donated money to us, which like I never ask anybody to do, but she asked. If like how much we get from our shirts and stuff, and she just wanted to donate so. We appreciate it.
2: Huge shout out!
1: Huge shout out! I mean, I do feel bad asking people to donate money, so you don't have to. But if you want to, there is a button on the website on the right side of the screen. It's the donate button, and then we'll use it to keep this going and and make some more cool stuff. Because there's lots make of- some more
0: cool shirts. So maybe you should just buy the shirts. There exactly.
1: Lots of cool shirts in the store Kevin and pants. Has- and pants. Kevin's been doing a great job. And
0: there. you could also make uh, the designs onto hoodies and stuff.
2: Yeah, there are all sorts of uh t-shirts, hoodies, uh we've got tri-blend shirts, cotton shirts, v-necks, men's, women's, babies. Gets we got to get your babies, you know, inundated early as uh little quackalites. So uh little quackalites. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll we'll put one of those in the store.
0: Quacka lils, I don't know.
1: Quacka lils. Quacka
0: littles.
2: We'll figure oh,
1: something. Or
0: maybe it's like quack a like light, oh, light.
1: Yeah. like l i g h t. Oh, or l i t e. Yeah, light. I like, like it.
0: Miller light l i t e. Yeah, I
1: don't know. Whatever, it works. All right. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to say like been 22 years, but we finally got some Air Bombay merchandise to hit the market. Oh, yeah,
2: for the kids who want to coach. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: So I was very excited about that, but uh, enough kind of small talk here. Tommy, what is our topic today?
2: I'm very excited about this
0: topic. As you all may recall, about two years ago uh, in our second ever podcast entitled Team Iceland, there was a, uh, a prediction that uh, has come true.
2: Who made that prediction, Tommy? It was me. Wow.
1: Okay. Who well, could have
2: seen that coming?
1: <laughs> Let's just uh, kind of listen to it first. Listen to the prediction and then Tommy kind of set the scene for people about what is actually going on in the world. Sure. Very topical podcast today.
0: Very topical. This is the golden he? era of Icelandic hockey.
2: Yeah. They haven't been back since. No. I have pretty researched that. I'm pretty, sure they, I'm pretty <laughs> no. sure they abandoned hockey <laughs> yeah. and went to soccer.
0: Pretty sure they abandoned hockey and went to soccer.
2: I, I think you're stretching your quote unquote prediction a little bit, but <laughs> well we'll we'll bear with you.
0: It's more of like a Nostradamus thing. Yes. Uh so that was about uh Team Iceland and about how the uh the golden era of Iceland's hockey team, uh and how they were essentially ruined by Wolf Dentistanson in this junior Goodwill Games, and then basically all of Iceland went to soccer instead. And that was a few months before qualifying began for the European uh Championships in soccer. And lo and behold, Iceland, which is now soccer crazed thanks to the uh aftermath of the Junior Goodwill Games, <laughs> is uh in the quarterfinals after beating England and uh really just kind of putting the soccer world, you know, on its head.
1: Yeah. So Iceland plays France on Friday, I believe. European... I think it's Sunday. Sunday?
0: Same thing, pretty much.
1: Exactly.
0: Maybe who, it is Friday.
1: Who cares about days? Um, yeah, so basically, we are here to kind of give definitive proof that this Junior Goodwill Games loss has directly led to this Iceland soccer triumph. So, Iceland's got a population of just over three hundred and thirty-two thousand. Sunday
0: is correct, by the way.
1: Okay, there you go. So it's a little smaller than Santa Ana, California, a little bigger than Corpus Christi, Texas. It would did be you just f- like look at
0: a list of like United States like cities Most
1: population. Of. Yes, <laughs> it would be it would be right in between them. It would be the fifty eighth largest city in the U.S. So good thing those
0: are like cities that people have heard of. You did not have to like stretch and like
1: anywho. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean there were other notable cities below them like St. Louis for example, but so obviously population this small can only really focus on one sport at a time. Now, this Iceland team is all between the age of 21 and 37, and only 5 players on this Iceland team were 10 years old during in 1994. 14 were 5 or younger. One was not even born yet. So is that the right kind of age group for this team to flock from hockey to soccer? Is that kind of a right time? I think absolutely.
2: I I have a um a kind of a counter view. Okay. Um pardon the uh pardon the the no pun intended hot take here, but maybe this transition is completely weather related. Maybe this is a particularly warm era in Iceland. Therefore, there is not much ice on which to play hockey.
1: Now, the problem was that is Iceland had just this one golden era of hockey. And, you know, it was there's a lot of ice. Well, maybe that was a
2: cold era and now it's warm again. It just warmed up so kids weren't playing hockey anymore.
1: But what about all the eras before this golden hockey era where hockey, it was still cold and it was not very successful? Well, did they have
2: any other like powerhouse things?
0: No, this is like the only time that... Well, in soccer too, I mean. So are you saying that they like played soccer and then like there was like a frigid like... You know, yeah, or, or, or they even played
2: something other than soccer too. I don't know basketball or something. I don't think they played basketball. <laughs> <Probably not> basketball, <laughs> but you know, maybe there was maybe they were really into darts or billiards, and then they just decided, they decided to play to. hockey when it got really cold.
0: Well, wouldn't they be playing darts or billiards if it's cold as well? Because they're yeah. indoors. Indoors.
2: Yeah, but they had, but they didn't have as much ice before, and they're like, oh, this ice, all this ice is really cool. Maybe we should get some skates. And then they started playing hockey. So you think they didn't get skates until, like, 84? <laughs>
0: maybe. I, I respectfully disagree. Unless you're trying to make some, like, analogy to the Cold War or something. how? It,
2: like, I'm I uh, decidedly know. not okay. trying to make an analogy to the Cold War. More maybe global warming, though.
1: Okay. So, I mean, I would agree with Tommy in disagreeing with Kevin here. I feel like... Well, that's
2: new. I,
1: <laughs> I feel like Iceland... Had ice before. I don't think Iceland has ever been hurting for ice or ice rinks. But although it is interesting how much they don't play hockey considering all their ice. But I thought
2: Iceland was green and Greenland was ice.
1: They still have some ice. They're still way up north.
2: Not according to Iceland chick
1: Maria. I don't think Maria was trying to give a whole like climate analysis to Gordon Bombay. She
2: should have been more clear then.
1: Okay fair enough i'll I'll concede the point
2: did you hear that
0: (laughs) concede the point congratulations
1: well done kevin well done so how does this change work like is this an immediate change like right after iceland loses
0: um i imagine the like the newspapers in uh, iceland like just tear like wolf to shreds and probably also the Icelandic hockey federation to shreds just like how could you lose like this was our golden era this was our team and they probably just like disband them and it's just kind of like a no oh it was a fluke whatever this was a we need to you know do a 180 here so I think it was like we're like ending all hockey in this country right now because of this
2: in in that vein do you think there's like just like a dilapidated old like hockey rink where all like the the like rough youth hangout now, <laughs> like you know, chains on the doors that are busted. Kind of like, uh, do you think there's like an old what statue is that? Like of, the Superdome in Detroit? There's
0: an old statue of, of Wolf that's like torn down, oh. it's
1: like on its side.
0: Yeah,
2: I like that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, that makes sense because as we mentioned in episode two, where that original Tommy clip came from, it was a very risky decision to put this menacing. Wolf the Dentist Stanson as a youth hockey coach after what he did in the NHL. So that makes sense that the papers would get to him. Uh, So how much did, like, just the sea change go to soccer? Why soccer? Why pick soccer? And, yeah, just how did it all happen?
2: I have a quick question before that. Um, How long is this era? Like, how long are they dominant?
1: In hockey? Yeah. Yeah. Is it
2: long enough to erect a a wolf sanson statue? I mean,
1: well, well, he he
0: was like they're probably their one of their first NHLers or something, right?
1: Yeah, there's no, there's been no other NHLers.
0: I'd say maybe you could argue that Wolf goes into the NHL and that's when it starts, or maybe like when he's like going Mm -hmm. through the ranks and everyone starts paying attention to hockey and he finally gets it. They build the statue and everything, and then even when he gets kicked out, maybe the papers are still like, oh, you know, this was. You know, not his fault, whatever, and they're kind of blind to it. And then they they finally see it at the Goodwill game. So maybe this was like the stance of like, like it grows over the sand of like fifteen years. So like every kid born, like there's probably a bunch of kids named Wolf or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So. Or or named dentist. Uh, there's probably a lot of dentists in Iceland <laughs> because of it. Uh, but I think it was probably like a, a long time coming. Uh, like, so I bet you this team like dominated like at the U seven, U eight level. And then, like they finally, they like eyed those like ninety-two or ninety-three Goodwill Games, like yeah. that's our year, with like another eye on like the two thousand two Winter Games or something as being their, yeah, their prize.
1: Uh, yeah, it was it was like one real generation of kids, I think, yeah, that that uh, caused this rise, and then they go down, and then those kids. What happens to them? Do they just kind of wash out and still play hockey? Or are they the foundation for this team we're seeing now at the Euros?
0: I think they're the foundation because they're probably, like, banned from ever playing hockey again.
2: Yeah, but that's pretty late, wouldn't you say, in the game? I i mean, I guess, yeah, they yeah, can I mean, kind of start that transition. Yeah, like they, none they of them kinda, are, are like yeah. were, were elite level because that's pretty late in the game to, I mean, for any sport, really. And and so what I think happens is,
0: like, because you, you have, you know, probably thousands of kids playing, like, or the thousand kids in Iceland Mm who are playing like youth hockey. And then they all, they just have to stop it. And so they switch to soccer and it's very gradual. Like, so this is like, they finally like rose up for, for this uh, tournament.
2: I have another, uh, I don't know if this is considered a hot take or not, but um, another contributing factor could have been maybe a sharp economic downturn. Oh, hockey is an expensive sport. Soccer is not. Yeah. Um, So maybe that contributed to it. You know, uh, the country took a downturn. Mike will research this and put it in the show notes.
0: I don't think it would have, though, in the, like, 90s.
1: Who knows?
2: Mike will know. <laughs> Who knows? There's no way to look that up. <laughs> no.
1: At least not right now while we're recording it. So uh, it makes – it. it's a valid point. Like, you, it I mean, could happen.
0: You could argue that, like, the, the economy of Iceland crashed after that.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, after oh, like, the game, like, after it the game. caused yeah. the crash? Yeah. I didn't think about that. I, I think so. And
0: then they kind of like, you know, they ban hockey and then it's like, well, we still want There's to There's like play looting
2: in the streets. <laughs> yeah. And, and so everybody you know, cashes in their 401ks or whatever they're called in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. And so then, you know, obviously you've got all these these kids and they just switch to soccer. And, and I think some of it is like out of like, what's the exact opposite of hockey? It's like, oh, we got to go play like a hot sport or something like that that's, um, you know, cheap or whatever, and you know people in North America aren't that great except for Mexico, which is not good at hockey, so it makes sense.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think I think soccer is the natural sport to go to, just about where Iceland is in the world and the popularity of the countries near it. So that makes sense. A little butterfly effect going on with this Iceland uh, <laughs> hockey team. So we look at this current team, and... My probably favorite fact is that one of their co-managers, Heimer Halgrimson, is a dentist. Wow. Heimer the Dentist Halgrimson. How much do you think he is aware of his, uh, brethren in Wolf the Dentist dancing?
0: I'm sure he's met him before.
1: <laughs> like, it's gotta come up though, right?
0: Oh, for sure. How old is this coach?
1: I. Don't
2: know. Right Wait, now. the soccer coach now. The soccer who coach soccer now coach
1: is, is the, uh. a dentist, and it's like,
2: so he maybe he was like,
0: like nineteen or something when uh this golden age, and so he went into dentistry school, and so became a dentist, and then also they have this huge shift. He's like, well, what can I do as well? So he also you know coaches soccer on the side, and so it I seems think that's pretty of legit to me. Confirms it. <laughs>
1: So we have this team that made the switch. They've grown from this junior goodwill games loss into this soccer team that is shocking the world. Kind of a golden age of Icelandic soccer now. How much is this junior goodwill games kind of collapse remembered? How much is it talked about what kind of lessons can this Iceland team take from that?
2: Well, I I keep trying to draw like parallels between it's it's tough to say that the ducks in that in in uh the goodwill games would be like the underdog even though they kind of were painted that way and iceland as like the giant and now iceland is like the scrappy underdog iceland's so, the ducks of uh yeah they're the ducks mm. of the soccer world right now well which th- doesn't make any sense when you really break it down but um, i think it does <laughs> yeah you're right you're right <laughs> um i what was the question? I forgot.
1: <laughs> so just how much is this kind of junior Goodwill games collapse and what happened when Iceland lost? Remember during this golden age of Iceland soccer now?
0: I, I think they, um, very early on, they kind of like don't talk about it at all in terms of like everyone knows that this terrible thing happened and they're, and if you mention hockey, you're like whipped at town square or something like that. But then later on, as they start to play soccer, they say, you know, we could really do something here and then we have to learn from our mistakes. Yeah, so they like make exactly. them watch everything and kind of get them to be like, we have to be good at soccer now to like regain our countries, you know, and, and we can't stance. fall into that like overconfident trap and exactly that kind of thing. And, and perhaps they even see like the ducks and say, you know, we could be them. You know, we were just one, some stupid number back in the day we were the little team that only had like 11 people on it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I can imagine them idolizing, you know, like uh, Russ Tyler or something and him being like a huge celebrity in Iceland, you know, inspiring, you know, this generation because they they didn't really have like, like, uh, like athletes to look up to because they had the dentist and that's it. I imagine. Mm -hmm. And, and so even though, yeah, those are hockey players and it was banned. They kind of like, switch just like we can look up to that team because they embody what we want to be being the ducks yeah
2: so do you think they have their own like soccer version of the flying v (sighs) they probably have yeah it's probably called
0: maybe they call it the flying v as well as in viking oh
1: there you go and maybe they
0: call themselves like the flying v because you know like the teams will call themselves whatever the you know what what does england call themselves like the three dragons or three three lions sorry
1: Australia's and Socceroos. Yeah, Socceroos. Yeah.
2: What's the United States? Uh, team USA. Uh.
1: U.S. M We're not
2: very inventive, are we?
1: No, no. we're kind of boring, actually. Maybe yeah. that's why we don't win in soccer as much. Yeah,
2: we should get uh, Jurgen on. Jurgen Klinsmann, <laughs> uh, head shout coach of the U.S. Men's National a
1: Team. Shout out to Jurgen. Yeah.
2: Oh, he probably doesn't have much going on right now.
1: Open invite. Yeah. He could be fired, right, Tommy? No, nah, he won't be fired. Okay, they uh, say, they it's... did well enough at the
0: Copa America that
1: he'll keep his job through this cycle, unless they don't qualify. Let's
2: get get Landon Donovan on. He's not doing yeah,
1: anything. Yeah, there we go. That's someone that's gettable, almost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Iceland. Uh, kind of the reverse of the last Iceland question I asked. How does Gunnar Stahl? Olaf Sanderson, Uber Havik, how are they looking at this run? Is it like uh, they're happy because they set the foundation? Or is it kind of like what could have been in the hockey arena for these teams?
2: I think it's pretty depressing for them. I mean, I think having been so disgraced, they've maybe lost a lot of like, like they don't feel good for these guys. Like they were disgraced by their own country. So, or by their own country men or whatever you want to call them. Um, so, I think there's a lot of, not ill will, but resentment maybe.
0: So, so you think that um, like everyone Iceland, they turn their backs on. Yeah. They, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And them resenting that. I could see though um, them maybe coming around and then like a very Disney-esque moment. Where, like, Gunnar Stahl is introduced, like, at halftime of an Iceland soccer game. And he gets, like, a standing that, ovation. That
2: definitely would happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, half drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls a, uh, a a Broadway Joe. Yeah. yeah.
1: Joe Namath. Yeah. So, is there any sense of, I mean, before this turnaround. Shout out
2: to Joe Namath, by yeah, the way. Yeah, shout out to Joe. In, open invitation to him. <laughs> he's probably gettable at this point.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Uh yeah, Joe, thequakeitect dot com. Anyway, before this uh heartfelt sort of reunion where Gunnarstal shows up drunk at the halftime, <laughs> is there any sense of like just Icelandic pride? Even though they did turn on him, the the public turned on him. Is there any sense of just country pride, Icelandic pride, that kind of sense?
0: Um, this is kind of similar, not really, but you know the famous chess player Bobby Fischer. He, like, went to go live in Iceland because they don't have, like, extradition or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, like, totally, like, renounced, like, U.S. or whatever. I can imagine maybe one, maybe all of them, like, going, like, I'm going to, you know, I'm renouncing my Icelandic citizenship or something like that. Maybe not Gunnar Saul, but maybe that's what, like, Sanderson did. Or mm-hmm. Uber Havik. Because Uber, ha- Uber Havik, you don't think, oh, that's Icelandic name. Sanderson was like, oh, eh, definitely Scandinavian. So he maybe he, like, went to, like, Croatia or something to live out his days and just renounce everything Iceland.
2: Gotcha. What and I I'm like envisioning a scenario where like Uber Havik is like drunk in a pub wherever he is and then this game happens to be on and like he all of a sudden he sees Gunnar mm-hmm. out there and and is like oh man and that like rekindles kind of some of his spirit. So do you think he like like puts his beer down, like walks outside and
0: like sobers up and
2: no, <laughs> absolutely not. not. So he still drinks, but he then maybe he... like downs a few more. And yeah. Then... Oh. But he like then he like goes to
0: his like closet in his apartment and like pulls out pulls the out jerseys. the old jersey. Oh yeah,
2: dust it off. Tear comes yeah. to his he gives eye. it to his grandson. Yeah, and a hockey stick. <laughs> and then you start the new era. Yeah. So yeah. They, it's really cyclical. You can only have soccer or hockey.
0: Well, so yeah. I, I imagine Iceland hockey will be pretty good in about twenty five years. Yeah. I'm looking
2: forward to it. Well, we can harken back to this podcast in 25 years to see if Tommy was correct. (laughs) Yeah. Well, currently I'm batting 1,000, so. Yeah. On my Icelandic predictions.
1: Yeah, so. Quote,
2: unquote, predictions.
1: June 29, 2031. We'll be back, maybe. Mark your calendars. (laughs) (laughs) To see if Tommy was right or not. All right, Kevin. That's 15 years. I said 25 oh yeah yeah yeah. 2041 even yeah. better <laughs>
2: we'll be all in our flying cars well this podcast will be coming live via via hologram or something
1: yeah we'll be in your this will be in the uh living room. the national registry or whatever it's called oh yeah yeah all right kevin do you have the quack question for us i
2: do um and i probably should have prepared a little bit more um or at all or at all um so all right, this one's a little lengthy, so I'm going to pare it down a little bit. This one comes from a uh, very new but very uh vocal very vocal and very um active quackalite um at Barbell Winnie. Uh her question is did this come via Twitter? Uh no, this came via email, I would imagine because of the length yes. of it. Um so her question is Were Bombay and Casey ever in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship? And I'll go ahead and read some of the the, uh, kind of backstory for this. Um, I'm I'm just not sure why most Mighty Ducks fans think they ever were. Maybe when we were kids, we thought that when a man and a woman kissed, they must be boyfriend and girlfriend or married. However, when we get older, we realize that things aren't that simple. Bombay and Casey only went on one date. Casey raised some concerns. Instead of resolving those concerns on the first date, they kissed anyway. Then Bombay had to relocate for his minor league hockey, and then they had a goodbye kiss. Was that even a relationship? All we know was that there was one date. And I'll leave it at that. There's more, but we'll leave it at that.
1: I like this question because it's kind of counterintuitive. I think we all kind of just assume, you know, oh, there's, like, something going on. But it is possible to see that, like, maybe... Casey like just wanted to, you know, she didn't wasn't looking for anything super serious. Yeah, it's
2: so like she like he, they were each other's slam pieces.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Like and 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 Casey specifically, whenever Bombay was like back in town, like on a on a break or something from hockey, you know, he had his in town booty.
1: Yeah. Now
2: Is that why we don't see her in
0: in D two because she's like hiding from Bombay. Like, I don't want to. Well, I mean, they Well.
2: Or- Maybe, I mean, or like, I don't well, want maybe, him calling
0: me. Like,
2: I mean, maybe she was unable to make it. To the, was she at the One games? She was not. Yeah. Maybe she was unable to make it for whatever reason. She was in Europe on business. Yeah. <laughs> Important diner business.
1: <laughs> no, Bombay at the beginning ish of D2 says, Oh, I should have stayed in touch more. And I believe doesn't, it, um, who is it? Jan? Say, like, Casey remarried or something like that?
2: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: So, yeah, that might be uh, like a a reason yeah. that she doesn't kind of respond to Bombay when... Yeah,
2: like, she started dating somebody when he was uh, playing hockey or whatever, and then it kind of just fizzled out.
1: So how I did do you...
2: definitely think they were boning, though.
1: Yeah. yeah. And now it's... Is... <laughs> I like that very succinct <laughs> agreement. What is... What is just Bombay's view of the situation? Did he think it was more serious?
0: Well, remember he says, they're like looking at the like the castle or something. He's like, oh, when I was a kid, we used to like think we lived there and pretend which rooms. And Bombay's like, oh, what about me? I want to live there too. Which is kind of forward.
2: I think he was just looking for some free lodging.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he actually wanted to live in the ice.
0: <laughs> uh, so maybe Bombay really was... Uh, because, you know, he kind of turned around his life with, like, coaching the kids, wasn't drinking, whatever. Because mm-hmm. I, I think we were, we, we've we talked about how, you know, he's definitely a, a player. And while he was a lawyer, he probably, you know, played it fast and loose with women. So maybe he was like, oh, I want to, you know, settle down with a nice woman.
2: See, and maybe it was that. And then he realized he didn't want to do that. So he kind of just, like, went back to what he used to do. Because he kind of did.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you're in the minor league hockey circuit. Yeah,
2: I mean, the girls are falling all over <laughs> you.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, those minor league, mini haha wave groupies. So, to let's just answer the question: Like, were they in a relationship? No,
2: not not like a boyfriend girlfriend it w- defined. Had there been
0: Facebook back then, it would not have been Facebook official. Uh, oh, they
2: would have been texting, booty calling all like all the time, booty texting. But it,
0: it w- but like Bombay's Facebook would have said just nothing, yeah. like no in a relationship. Yeah,
1: uh huh. But it, I mean, it was still early. Did they see? Like, did they see this initially, like, turning into a relationship? Or after that first date, was it just, like, slam territory? I
2: think maybe they wanted it to, but then they realized that 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 probably just couldn't work. And then they just. And then they were like, all right, we shouldn't see each other. But then, like, you know, they still wanted to. They still wanted to bone. So they boned. Because they're humans.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, uh, I guess so. Um, The kiss at the bus stop I think throws a wrench into this whole situation because you say okay that was one date and then you know they did whatever they want but it seemed like they had something there like at the bus stop so does that kind of change your views at all
0: one thing also that's like in front of all the kids too and so like if they weren't dating or something I can imagine all the kids being like well you know Charlie your mom's you know a bit of a whore (laughs) Um.
2: So. <laughs> wait. Did, did wait? Is that an answer to the question? <laughs> well, so I think maybe they were like more. I mean, st- that was like just a statement of <laughs> odd fact. No. No. So. Woo! All right.
0: So I think maybe they they did actually have something, <laughs> be, because like. I don't I don't think she gives them that kiss if, if it wasn't just, like, slanted. I think it was, like, building into something, and they wanted to keep it going. Like, they had pl- planned to, like, you know, long-distance dating, and it just didn't work out yeah. that way.
1: Or was that just a...
0: I don't think that was, like, a goodbye, like, later. Yeah. That's not... You don't do that, like, in front of your kids and all those friends, like, kissing this dude.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think... Was she, like, putting on, like, a face for the kids, though? Just, like, see, like, a relationship should be here. You know? This is what, like,
2: yeah, normal, yeah. What
1: normal people do. Or I, yeah, that's like that. a good point. Was she putting on a face for that? Or was that, like, a a sign that they were actually, like, looking for a relationship?
2: And also, at that point, too, it could have been, like, she wanted a relationship, but he didn't because he was going away. or You know? So maybe she's, like, trying to put that on, that kind of out there like i I think maybe like maybe she initiated the kiss and he's like he actually went in for like the hug
0: because if he had like snubbed her right there like her heart would have been broken that would
2: have been a dick and then all the
0: kids would have been like oh my god bombay just snubbed your mom what's wrong with her and and so maybe uh or maybe it was just kind of like a yeah something you know just having some fun on the side the entire time
1: all right well
0: but we also, I should mention that, you know, Casey, I think she was very tentative to get into it. Very hesitant to get in a relationship yeah. with Bombay. That's a good Because Charlie liked him so much. And so he seems like the perfect kind of guy. Like, oh, my son loves him. You know, this would be great. But then, you know, something bad happens in either one of them. Like, it ends the other relationship. So maybe she's like, I can't date this guy because my son loves him so much. So maybe it was just like, we'll just, you know, fuck was, on the we'll side. smash. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: a good note to go down on. For us, com, Go there, you can contact us. There's the shop there. There's a link to the shop, which is com If you want to just go there directly. Shirts and pants, shirts and, and baby pants clothes, and pants and shirts and baby clothes and, sweatshirts and hoodies and, and hoodies, baseball tees, and, and we'll have some more
0: designs soon.
1: All kinds of stuff. There's <laughs> lots of uh, there's lots of designs in the store. Apparently, more are coming soon, according to Tommy. So, looking forward to seeing that out of you, Kevin. Uh Twitter at QuackDeckPod, Facebook.com slash Quackdeckpod. Go to iTunes, give us a five star review, uh, tell us your favorite player from that Iceland national hockey team in nineteen ninety four and its current national soccer team right now. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together.
2: Quack quack.